Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast with your host, me, Caroline Blinska, the podcast for everyday people who want to fast track their way to more sales, more profit, and less work using automation and the latest strategies without needing to be tech savvy. I'll be interviewing experts in online marketing, business specialists, Shopify app developers, and also will be providing you with case studies and marketing methods that will have you winning with Shopify. Don't forget to check out ecommercemarketinglab.com slash podcast for show notes with information about each episode. So let's get straight into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to have you here. I really appreciate you tuning in. I know that your time is valuable And it really does mean a lot to me that you do take a listen to these podcasts each week. Now, in today's podcast, it's just going to be me speaking. I have had the same recurring thing coming up over and over again, and I thought now is a really good time to talk about it. I will be using this as my concept going forward because I do think it's really important. Now, I just want you to step back from everything that you're doing with your business and Stop thinking about, you know, making a million dollars at the moment. I want you to think about making your first thousand sales. This is the thing that I really realized is the problem with a lot of people with their Shopify store that, you know, while it's great to think big and it's really great that we think about, you know, how much money we're going to make long term, it's also really important that we're actually just thinking about that first thousand sales because I'm going to give you some statistics in a second to make you understand why this is so important. This same recurring problem comes up with clients time and time again. And if you can step back from everything that you're doing and think, okay, well, how can I make these first thousand sales? You're going to be a lot further ahead than other people that are jumping across to the next big thing. And, you know, how can I make that, you know, million dollars? So the reason why a thousand sales is so important and the reason why I'm not talking numbers. So most people out there in the industry are telling you things like, you know, we're going to make you a million dollars a year or we're going to make you um, half a million dollars, whatever the number is. I don't want to talk numbers at this moment because it really doesn't matter what the numbers are. Because if your product's $5 or if your product's $500, I still think that you need to aim for that first thousand sales. And here's why. So if you get a thousand sales on your website and on average, we're converting at about 5%. So the average conversion rates for a e-commerce store at the moment is somewhere between 2% and 6%. Some people are converting at a lot higher. They might be converting at 10, 15, 25%, but we're going to stick with the averages at the moment. So based just on that number alone, When we think of a thousand sales, it means that, and we're converting at 5%, it means that we would have had 20,000 visitors to our website. Now, of course, if you're converting at two and a half percent, it means you've had 40,000 visitors to your website, but let's just stick to these averages and think about this number. So a thousand sales on your website, whatever that might be for you in terms of numbers of earnings that is going to be different for everyone out there, but these numbers stay the same across the board. So if we're converting on the average of 5%, it means we've had 20,000 visitors to our website. 
Now, if we've got a good opt-in, an email opt-in to get people's email addresses, it means that we've collected 3,000 email addresses because on average, we're converting on the pop-up at about 15%. So we're going to get about 3,000 emails. So I think you're starting to understand where I'm going with this. So what I'm saying to you now is that, yes, you've got a 1,000 sales there. That's what we're aiming for. But you've also got 20,000 website visitors that have visited your website. And you've also got an email list of 3,000 email addresses. Now, the great thing about this, and this is where I'm coming from when it comes to talking about the first 1,000 sales, is that now you have some really great stuff going on. So once you get past that 1,000, you're going to be on such a good path towards making those millions of dollars that you're aiming for. Because now what you've got, you've got 20,000 people that have been to your website. You can retarget them with ads on not just Facebook, because everyone's just thinking Facebook, but don't forget there's lots of other places we can retarget those people. We can retarget those people on um, general websites and Facebook only touches on a few of them. So there are other platforms that I do recommend that you start using. And again, it's very cheap to do. You can also retarget on YouTube videos. And a lot of people are forgetting about this, that you can actually put a targeted video in front of people who are on YouTube searching for something that is similar to the product that you sell. And the other thing you can do is that you can retarget people in Gmail. So if someone's typed in or they've got an email about um, baby socks and you're selling baby socks, then you can get an ad in front of them in their Gmail account based on the words that they're searching for or they're typing in. Pretty scary, but that's how it works and it means that you can use that to your benefit. You also, once you've got your thousand sales, it means you've got, um, let's say you get about a 25% of people leaving you a review. It means you've got 250 reviews on your website. Hopefully more, hopefully you can get more than that, but let's go for the sort of averages. So as you can see now, you're in a situation where you've got 250 reviews, you've got 300 people on an email list, you've had 20,000 people to your website, and now you're actually going to be making the big money. This is where you can start to sit back and say, okay, now I'm in a situation where I can start hiring people. I can start getting more help. I can start looking at other ways to make money from my business, other things that I can do to promote my business. And you're going to be in a much better situation. So sit back for a moment because this is what I'm finding from a lot of people. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling like they're struggling. They're feeling like they don't know what to do next. And what I keep saying to people now is just wait, let's just think about these first thousand sales, work with that. What can we do with those people that have been to our website? How can we target them? How can we retarget them? Retargeting is getting, they say that people are 70% more likely to buy from you from a retargeting ad than if you've just sent them a, a normal ad, if they've just seen your normal ad. So you can retarget them for a very long time afterwards. 90 days is sort of the norm of the um, most places. Sometimes you can retarget them for 120 days. This means that you're in a situation where you can keep getting in front of them. People need to see something from a business now. They need to be advertised to from the same business between seven and 15 times. So that means that you can get a lot of ads in front of them and still get them to buy. You've still got a potential to get these people buying from you. So now you're sitting back going, okay, great, Caroline, sounds fantastic. I'm going to aim for my thousand sales, but what next? So I just want to give you the very first step that you need to think about. And 
if you listen to any of my, I've got a lot of training videos. I've done a lot of webinars. I've got a lot of information out there. If you're in my Facebook group and I might sound like a broken record to some people, but I can guarantee you that most people are still not doing this. And I stress it so much because I still think that most people do not follow this advice. And the first thing you need to do when you think about getting your first thousand sales is you need to know your audience and you need to know where they are. This is so important and I cannot stress enough how much you need to think about this. I'm going to give you a couple of stats. So I thought about this and I thought, you know, as a good example, everyone tells me, not everyone, but a lot of people are telling me that they want to be like Amazon. I want to be the next Amazon. I want to sell all these products. First of all, you're never going to be Amazon because Amazon is where it is at a very lucky time. It's sort of like Facebook is where it is. Not that these days Facebook's doing all that well. But you know what I mean, you know, it's going to be very hard to get in there and beat those sort of companies. But what I can tell you about companies like Amazon, Amazon started as a bookshop. They didn't sell a million products. They only sold books in the beginning. So they were targeting people who like to read, people that wanted to know that they could buy a book and get it delivered to them quickly. That's how Amazon actually started. So now we fast forward years later and Amazon is currently a marketplace where you can buy lots of different products. But Amazon knows their customer. Amazon knows that their customer is not everyone. So most people come to me and they tell me that their customer is just everyone between the ages of 18 and 100 and it's men and women and it's just everyone. And I can guarantee you it's not. So if you want to see this information, I'll put it in the show notes for you. I'll put the actual diagram if you need to actually see it, um, a picture of it, which I'm like that. Uh, I need to see some visual stuff. So you can go and look at the show notes and that is at ecommercemarketinglab.com slash podcast. And in there, I'll actually put the show notes for this podcast episode. So once you understand that Amazon knows their customer very well, you can start to understand that they know how to target these people. So as an example, Amazon has got Prime membership and their Prime membership is $99 and it allows people to get fast free delivery and also watch movies and uh, music on um, their system. Now, they know that the people who are actually using Amazon Prime, who have actually signed up for Amazon Prime, that 82% of households in the US that earn over $112,000 a year have a Prime membership. Now, this is at nearly saturation point. 82% of households that earn over $112,000 have a Prime membership. They're paying $99 a year to have this membership. Now, at the same time, what they also know is that households that make less than $41,000 per year are amongst the lowest people taking up these memberships. So what did Amazon do about this? Here's all my clients coming to me and maybe you've done the same thing and thought, I'm just going to sell to everyone and doesn't matter, like my product's $100 and everyone will buy it. Amazon realized that was not going to happen. They realized that they were not going to sell these memberships, even though 82% of households over 112,000 a year took up their memberships. They know that they're not going to sell those memberships to these lower household income brackets. Now they've called it the Walmart customer. So what they've done is with the Walmart customer, they've actually offered them a huge discount on this membership. So I don't, I don't have the exact figures of what they actually offered it to, uh, to them at, 
but it was a huge discount. So let's say they were offering it at $50 a year. So they've halved the price. Now they've had to do that because they know that they're not going to get them any other way. Now you have to think about this as you being a business owner. If you really think that your audience is everyone, can they all afford what you're selling? Do they have enough disposable income to buy what you're having? Are you willing to lower your price to get those people? Because that might be what it takes. You might have to do what Amazon did. So once you understand that Amazon realized that they're not just targeting everyone in the same way, you need to realize that your business is going to be very similar to that. So another thing that uh, people don't understand is where their audience is at. So you've got to know who your audience is, how much they're willing to spend their information, you know, how much they like your product, how much that they desire it. But you also need to know where these people are. So here's another diagram that I will put into the show notes as well. And what I talk about in this one is the statistics of where people are, your customer. So if you've got a customer and you, once you actually hone down, you say, okay, now that I'm taking it seriously, my customer is a 35 year old male and he is, he loves golf. Let's just say it's a 35 year old male who loves golf is your audience. So when you look at the next diagram that I've got in front of me, which I'll put in the show notes, you'll start to see that the percentage of adult population that use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest are the four um, social media that I've got in front of me, that 75% of the male population use Facebook. Now, if you look at the Instagram column, 28% of the male population use Instagram. And 24% of men in the adult population use Twitter and 17% of men of the adult population use Pinterest. Now going back to the 35 year old male who likes golf, you automatically can see from this that Facebook is going to be the main place to find him and definitely not Pinterest. That's the worst idea out of all of the different social media. So now you can start to say, okay, well, I'm going to concentrate my time on Facebook. But then there's another column here and it says the percentage of adults in this income bracket that use this particular social media. So let's say you are targeting a 35-year-old male who loves golf, but he also has to buy, you're selling some sort of golf clubs or golf shoes, whatever, and it's very expensive and he needs to have a high income bracket. Then you start to look at this chart and you start to see what these people are earning. And you can start to see that um, 75% of the adult population that earn over $75,000 a year are using Facebook. Whereas only 37% of the adult population that earns over 75,000 are on Instagram. So you can start to see where those people are at. And what you'll start to find is that Pinterest actually has a lot of high earning people on there. And so does Instagram. Now, Facebook, of course, is more of a general website. So people are there more um, to socialize with their friends. So there's just a lot more people there anyway. But when you start looking at the other columns, you start to make up, okay, well, now I start to see, you know, how much their income is. And then I've got another column there and it's the percentage of people in the age group that use this particular social media. So you can start to see that if we're looking at a 35-year-old male, like I gave the example of, that generally across the board, 84% of people in that age group do use Facebook. 
But then you go down to only 33% of people between the ages of 30 and 49 are on Instagram, about the same on Twitter and about the the same on Pinterest. So this chart is a very, very good chart for you to have a look at to start to understand where your actual target audience is. And I can't stress enough how important this is. And if you, like I said before, if you listen to me a lot, you know that I do go on about this a lot, but I can tell you that you will save so much money. You'll save so much time. You will actually start getting way more sales just by cutting out a whole audience that you don't need to target. A lot of people are telling me, oh, but I'm scared if I cut those people out, then I might lose sales. You're not getting the sales anyway. And if you're targeting, um, if you're selling golf shoes that are $500 and you're just trying to target everyone with that ad, you're never going to get anywhere with that. And if you just think I'll just target all men with that ad, you're not going to get anywhere. And then you've got to think to yourself, okay, I like these shoes because they're really cool to play golf in, but really does a 35 year old male have the money for it? Or should you be targeting a 40 or 45 year old male for that golf shoe? So take away your pride, take away your ego and start to think, okay, as much as you'd love the whole world to want to buy your product, it's just not going to be the case. And just like with Amazon, not everyone is buying the Amazon Prime membership. As much as everyone knows what Amazon is, as much as everyone wants fast shipping, as much as everyone wants to use their services of their um, TV and all the other services that they offer in that membership, they're still not getting the sales. So take your pride out of it and say, okay, where is my customer? Who is my customer and where are they? And let's target them properly. So that is the first step to actually getting your first thousand sales. I think that if you follow this advice and you sit down and you nut it out and you really think about it, you will actually be able to target the right person. What I'll also do in the show notes underneath um, this particular um, podcast, I will link to a video training that I did do um, recently and it's about a seven minute video and it tells you how to find out who your audience is. So if you're sitting here and listening to this thinking, okay, well, sounds great, but I don't know who my audience really is. Go and watch that video because that will really help you understand exactly who you should be targeting. I'll also put in the show notes this particular graphic and the other one that I spoke about as well to give you a better understanding on where you can target people and um, where they are and what chance you have got of actually getting in front of the right person. So that's it for today. I hope that I've helped you think a little bit more about how to get your first thousand sales, how to target the customer properly, how to find more of the right buyers and people who are going to end up being your raving fans. Once again, thank you for your time. I know how valuable your time is. So thank you for being here today. I'm always here to help you. And I'm so grateful that you tune in to this podcast. And I look forward to connecting with you personally at some stage in my Facebook group. Have a wonderful day and see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on the episode, head over to ecommercemarketinglab.com slash podcast. And don't forget to join my free Facebook group, Ecommerce Marketing Lab, to sign up for my 14-day free Instagram challenge, Insta Sales for more sales with Instagram. And also you can ask questions in the group to me, my team and other Shopify store owners. Until next time, keep smiling.